Uh, the BC Entertainment Hall of Fame. Right. So it's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but it's local, and it should mean even more, yeah, I think. it does. Right? To see your name? you got a star that people yeah. have to walk on. Unfortunately, I, there's yeah, little no, gum on put, it the last time I looked. but They put my star by a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's starting to get to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I hire a girl... And a guy to go down and wipe it clean every day. All the time. No, I don't. <laughs> I'd like to. Order of British Columbia. Yes, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Who would think? Well, I know I would think, but, I, I, but he's so humble. He doesn't, he doesn't understand the impact that he has had on so many people's lives. So when you get bestowed these types of awards, I know, I know you kind of go, well... You know, do I really deserve it? But the Order of British Columbia is about as high as you can get. Yeah. That was a magic yeah. moment. Yeah. Thank you. That was a magic moment, uh, you know, for me. Uh, no question. And Carol and I went to Government House, which I'd never been to. It's beautiful inside. And I'm going, did we buy that stone? <laughs> no. But it, it's a wonderful place and a wonderful ceremony in a big auditorium. And they presented, uh, you know, me with this, but I wasn't alone. There were other people getting awards too. But what a wonderful, wonderful occasion. You're right. But you know what? You get up the next day, you go to work, you're doing what you like to do, and you don't think about it. I never have. That's, that's where the humility comes in. That's what makes him what he is. We've talked a lot about your career. Uh, but I want to talk about family okay. a little bit here get a little bit of uh, a sense of, of, of who you are as, a, as, a, as not a personality or a disc jockey or a television host, but as a man and as a father and a grandfather. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> um, I, but I want to go back. Uh, you and your wife, Carol, um, you, did, did you meet at a, was it a dance that you, you met at or some no, function? No. Where did you meet? It was a rainy night. And I get a phone call. Here comes the song. <laughs> Here we go. It was a rainy hey. night. No. Uh, this, I'd just gotten out of the army, come home, and I'm on the air, and I did, a, in those days, I did the programming during the day, and a disc jockey thing at night. I mean, it was not unusual. So I was on from 6 to uh, 10, and I get a phone call, and I said, yes, who is it? It's Peggy Stutterford. I said, oh, hi, Peggy. Do you remember me? The liar that I was. <laughs> yes, of course I do. <laughs> Well, can we come down? I, I wanted to show my girlfriend the, the radio station. Carol was from England. She'd never been in one. And so I said, sure, come on down. I opened the back door. There's a buzzer there, and they, I buzz them in. And I see Peggy, and I remember, I knew this woman. I never liked her. <laughs> but over her shoulder is this vision of beauty. <laughs> My wife. It still is. We, um, st I told you I would get emotional. But uh, we've been married for, what, 55, 56 years this year. And we've got, <laughs> this is what she's put up with. <laughs> but um, three kids, we lost our son Jeffrey through Crohn's disease at 33. And that was a travesty, a tragedy. Um, but you know what? You carry on. And we've got a, 
the, the painting thing that goes on out here at Cloverdale, the fine arts. A woman, one of those women took a picture and, and uh, painted Jeff the way we remember him. Nice. It's in our house. That's nice. But but didn't didn't you have to chase her down? Didn't you have to go through a phone book or something to oh, find? Oh, that's right. To her, find her because you met her, but you, you, you kind of lost track, and you had to you had to go through a phone book because her last name was. Well, thanks to Cameron Bell. Yes, her name was Smith. <laughs> it was Smith. <laughs> so going through the phone book, how many Smiths did you have to oh, go through? Not many. Her her dad, uh, his name was Aubert, A U B E R T. So it was the third phone call, and I heard this voice on the other end saying, hello. I said, have you got a daughter called Carol? He says, yes, what's it to you? <laughs> I said, uh, I was out with her last night. Oh, well, I'll get her for you. And that's uh, how it got started, Carol and me. Grandkids, what's, what's, what's life for Red Robinson and, and your lovely wife now? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> boring, boring, boring. No, I've got to do something. Uh, it, you know, you can't go through your life as a painter or as an artist of some kind and not, you know, just hang it up. It doesn't work. And I've got to find something. I'm being honest. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have taken you off the air for one thing because he could still do a show right now. There's no question in my mind. Um, so, do you still have an office down in Gastown, though? Oh, yeah. And, and Bruce helped you out with that, too. Didn't well, the space get taken over by somebody? And, <laughs> and Bruce said, there's got to be some place where we can put red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it started out down in Gastown when we were on 68 Water Street. And it, that's a funny story. Um, Carol came with me the second time. First time, Bruce says, uh, you're probably going to get a packaged office somewhere wrong. You got to come down. So we went down, and I said, "Well, I'll bring Carol with me, and we'll have a look." We go in, and this place has got cobwebs like out of a science fiction movie, out of a horror show, and it's got cork on the walls. <laughs> and I said, "But Carol said, no, I think we can do something with this." So we moved in, and it was right off the elevator. We'd see Brian Adams getting off all the time, and uh, BTO, other people. But it was a wonderful experience, and he's not what a lot of people in this room think he is, a bad guy. He's not. He's a generous man. And you mentioned uh, Michael Bublé. Oh, yeah. uh, I remember when I was working at, uh, at, at Fox and CKLG when their uh, studios were down on Richards and Nelson Street, there was a little club just up the street on Granville Street called Babalu. Yep. And I remember going in there, and there'd always be a guy sitting there at the bar and uh, this either before or after, like I never saw him perform, but you'd sit down and you'd, you'd, you'd be just strike up a conversation with you. It seemed like the really nice, genuine guy. And all of a sudden, boom, you'd see him up on stage after, and he was good even back then. You oh, yeah. could see it. You could see it in his eyes. He was like a young Red Robinson with a twinkle in his eye going, I'm going to make it. You know, one thing about Michael, he was in the first version of Red Rock Diner. Right? He played the Elvis part, like he's an Elvis type. And from then on, we've become very close friends. He's a very good, nice guy. And you're right, he is the nice guy. Yeah. Building a he's massive a Canadian. house in Burnaby. What the hell? He's got seen that, that big thing in Burnaby? When are we going to get invited over for the house? Oh, I don't what know. I want to know. I'll tag along. Um, 
Well, he's like, got an ice skating rink in the basement. Oh my goodness! Well, you reap the rewards of your success and <laughs> hard work. Um, I, I mentioned this right off the top. I was very, very fortunate uh, being a young kid out of high school and being thrown into into a, a, a passion and a career that I really wanted to do ever since I was six years old. Remember the first time that I listened to the radio, I was six. My dad worked for Canadian General Electric. He used to bring home all of these new radios and so on and so forth to, to test them out you know, with me and my sister to see if it was, would this sell, would you buy this, would you like it? So I remember a little brown little transistor radio from GE and uh, listening to CKY in Winnipeg yeah. and hearing a voice come through that speaker. And I remember the voice, uh, it felt like it spoke to me and only me. I was the only person that person was speaking to. The, the, uh, the intimacy and the contact was instantaneous for me and I knew from the age of six that I wanted to be on the other side of that speaker. And uh, eventually I did, and it was, it was, it, but it was, wasn't without a little bit of help from, from major, major people in my life. The Dave McCormicks, the oh, Barry yeah. Goddens, oh, the yeah. Rick Honeys, yeah. the Frosty Force, the Red Robinsons to take a young guy and be a mentor to. And, and I don't see that in uh, that much these days. I try very, very hard in my life to do that for, for people that are coming up that do want to do what I do, because I think it's really, really important. I think we all should do that in whatever walks of life and industry that we do. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't until I worked at CKNW and I learned almost by osmosis by listening to these people. I thought I knew about music and I thought I knew about life. And it wasn't until I met people like you that really, really taught me about what life uh, was all about. In radio, yeah. In radio. But you know what, Al? You, you could, people like, you know, Al Jordan, years later they said, you know, how did Red become what he is? He said he invented himself. But the thing is, I, I'm gonna say this about you. I knew from the minute that we met, you were gonna make it. Because there's something magical about our business. And you either know who's gonna make it and who isn't gonna make it. And you've made it. Well, thank you very much. And this ends the Mutual Admiration Society <laughs> meeting. <laughs> True. <laughs> At the Elements Casino. Red, thank you very much. Uh, there is only one Red Robinson and I'm so glad to know you. And guess what, everyone in this room knows you because they grew up with you. And we will continue to know you because you are such a nice man. And uh, thank you so much for, for letting me sit here and, and just ask you questions and, and just hang out with you because it's very, very important to me. Can I have the recording of this? You can have the recording of this. We will edit out the bad parts.